Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This 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 show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, hello and welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. We are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Today's Thursday, September the 3rd of 2020, day 247th of the year, and only 119 days to go. We're broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and we are also streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM when it comes to safetyfm.tv, safety.fm, safetyfm.live, and of course the streaming apps that are available in the plethora of different things on where we're streaming via video. Anyways, thank you and welcome for coming back to the show. What are we going to do today? Who knows? Who knows what the hell we're going to do today? We kind of always just do it off the cusp because I think that that normally works out better than anything else. But anyways, let's start you off like we normally should. And we've been talking about trending and trending and trending. So let's do it that way. Chico, the singing parrot, has been entertaining visitors in the Lincolnshire Wildlife Park in the UK with its renditions of Beyonce's If I Were a Boy. Well, guess what we're going to do today? We're going to take a look at Chico and hearing his little rendition. So let's take a listen real quick. Oh, we're good, boy. Let's see 
So it definitely, it definitely seems like Chico has some pipes on him. I mean, I didn't expect that off of a bird. I mean, I guess it's something different to look at. That's for sure. Something off the different cusp of things going on. But what do you think? Would you go take a visit of Chico, the bird, to take a listen to what the hell he has going on? Or you just go, huh? Truly don't give a shit. Let's just move on. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The Kremlin says it has yet to receive details from Germany outlining allegations that opposition figure Alexei Navalny was poisoned with a Novichok nerve agent. Russian officials have dismissed that announcement as a provocation and an anti-Russian campaign. Julia Chapman reports from Moscow. The Kremlin barely acknowledges that Alexei Navalny exists, but when asked by journalists, spokesman Dmitry Peskov said he was waiting for all the details from Germany. The Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zaharova has called the accusation a staged information campaign against Russia, and lawmakers have dismissed it as a provocation. Britain accused Russia of using Novichok against double agent Sergei Skripal and his daughter Yulia in the city of Salisbury two years ago. The Russian government denied any involvement in that attack, but experts say a substance as powerful as Novichok could only have been used by its intelligence agencies. Body camera footage shows an unarmed black man died in New York State after having a spit hood placed over his head and being held face down on the road for two minutes. Daniel Prude was restrained by police in March, but the footage of the incident has now been obtained by his family. More than 83,000 people have tested positive in India in a single day for COVID-19. It's the biggest single-day jump recorded by any country since the pandemic started. Nihapuni reports from New Delhi. More than 83,800 people tested positive for COVID-19 in India and 1,000 died of it in the last 24 hours. The government says the jump is because it conducted more than 1 million tests in one day. The spike is led by Maharashtra, the worst hit state in the country, which recorded more than 17,000 new cases. The state in western India has more cases now than Peru, which is the fifth worst affected country in the world. The government maintains the situation in India is far from alarming since the recovery rate is over 77%. The UK government's announced plans for mass testing for coronavirus, which it says could be a huge step forward in returning life to normal. It's announced £500 million in funding for trials of no-swab saliva tests, as well as 20-minute testing. If successful, it could see regular mass testing rolled out to offices, stations, town centres and other busy locations. Health Secretary Matt Hancock says it could lead to a huge expansion in testing during the winter. There are new technologies that are coming down the track so that we can not only much more easily test people who might have symptoms, but also roll it out much more broadly, mass testing, to give people the confidence, if they test negative, that they can then go about their... Uh, their normal business. And this will help to, uh, to get people back to work and to reassure people that they don't have the virus, as well as, of course, helping us find more accurately the people who do. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN.
With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, taking a closer look today at the Russian response to claims that opposition leader Alexei Navalny was poisoned with Novichok. Germany's government says doctors there are sure that was the nerve agent of choice for Mr Navalny's attackers last month in Siberia. It is the nerve agent of choice for Russian intelligence, the same poison used in the attempted murder of former spy Sergei Skripal in Britain two years ago. FSN's Moscow correspondent is Lucy Taylor. It's an absolute denial and dismissal from the Kremlin. Another one of the colourful phrases that we're coming to expect from the Kremlin. Loud public statements without facts. They're accusing Germany of megaphone diplomacy. Germany um, has cooked up these allegations as a way to justify retaliation against Russia. But I think Germany anticipated that. And in the language that they use, it's very strong. They say that there's unequivocal evidence. Ambulance arrives. Reports say a post-mortem showed Mr Prude suffocated but also had drugs in his system. His death came two months before that of George Floyd, who died after a cop kneeled on his neck during an arrest in Minnesota, which prompted an ongoing protest movement against police brutality towards African Americans. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, taking a closer look today at the Russian response to claims that opposition leader Alexei Navalny was poisoned with Novichok. Germany's government says doctors there are sure that was the nerve agent of choice for Mr Navalny's attackers last month in Siberia. It is the nerve agent of choice for Russian intelligence, the same poison you... This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. I'm going to have to tell you, we're going to have to start tracking the failure rate here. Because I swear it is once or twice a week that we run into the same problem. It just dumps. It just dumps out. It just drops. And we have no clue what the rest of the news is. But hey, I guess that shit happens from time to time. Duh. But anyways, I'm sure, I'm sure that you can get some more feature story news at the top of the hour if you're interested in doing so. It is what it is, people. You know how that goes. Or maybe, I mean, I know we talked about doing the three-minute version. And I think that maybe we should just stick to that. Because I keep on going, how does this happen so frequently that it just drops? And I have to tell you, we got a pretty big pipeline on how the stuff comes in here. So I don't know what the hell goes on because anything else that we normally do, we don't have this kind of problem. Whatever. Let's continue on. Always lovely to talk about some of the shit that goes on behind the scenes. So let's get into you the shit list. Let's start that off right away and start talking about the thing things that are going on inside of the world of news. Giving it to you from, um, I guess, my perspective. Information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's go through it. Let's go ahead from the top of the hit list. A former Target employee recently uploaded a TikTok video. Oh, those people. Um, show, showing them making Blue Lives Matter drink that allegedly contained bleach. The worker who made the drink at Starbucks location inside of the Target was fired, violating the company food safety procedures. The original TikTok video has been removed, but Newsweek reports that it has allegedly showed the worker pouring what is referred to as bleach into a cup before adding ice because, you know, cops love ice, the workers say, as well as the red liquid described was blood of the innocent black men. And finally, the blue ingredient Starbucks has. 
The contents were blended and poured into a cup labeled Blue Lives Matter. Target states that the drink did not contain any bleach, nor was it served to a customer. <sighs> what do you think here? What do you think as you hear that? I mean, don't get me wrong. There are certain things that are considered straight violations that are done on purpose. And those things should not be okay. But when you hear something like this and it goes down and of course it's making the rounds. What do you think about as we talk about it? Did the employee get what he deserves? Do you think it is the right thing? I mean, and I know we can have so many different conversations, but not that I'm saying that this should have been done, period, but what the what the hell's going on? Like, seriously, what are you thinking in regards to doing something like this? There has to be some thought process behind the whole thing. You can't just turn around and just go, oh, that's cool. We can move forward. It's not an issue at all. Of course it's an issue. Of course it's an issue. At no point is this okay. And I know Target's saying that there allegedly wasn't any bleach in the cup, but still. I mean, you have to look at it and go, what the hell are people thinking when it comes to certain items? Just crazy sometimes, some of the things that happen. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's tread lightly as we go down here and start talking a little bit. Dr. Anthony Fauci predicts that there will be a safe and effective coronavirus vaccine. Ready for this? Before 2021. The director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases told NBC's Today on Wednesday that he believes that by the end of this calendar year, there will be a safe and effective vaccine. Meanwhile, the head of the FDA is not willing to, or excuse me, let me rephrase that. The head of the FDA is willing to fast track a coronavirus vaccine as long as officials believe that the benefits outweighs the risk. He added that the rush is not linked to the Trump administration. So there you go. So I have to tell you, <laughs> or maybe I should say I need to ask you because that's probably going to be the better context there. When you hear that and I say they're going to fast track this thing, you know that at the end of most ads on how they go, blah, 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 all the side effects include. How many of those do you think are going to be at the end of the vaccine piece? Or do you look at it and go, there's not going to be enough things known about what the side effects will be by the time. And don't get me wrong, almost every single drug and vaccine has a side effect. So I'm not trying to talk off the cuff here. I'm just having a conversation. How many of these side effects do you think that they're going to know about at the time when it is brought out? Because that's going to be the other question going to absolutely come up. We can't just sit here and go, that's not going to be part of the conversation because we'll be lying to each other if we were to do so. So what do you think when I say that? I mean, there has to be a thought process there for sure. It just can't be, oh, it's whatever. It's whatever, whatever. I mean, what do you think? Like, what do you think legitimately will end up happening? By the way, the box is, I'm not sure if it's active today, just so you know. 
So if you are hitting it and nothing's actually coming through, that's what's going on. Kind of have one of those weird feelings today. Don't know what's going on. Duh. Inside of this little multiverse of ours. Anyways, let's continue. Police officers in Utah replace a woman's American flag after she broke hers while using it to protest her family from home intruders. And I'm sure that that protest word was supposed to say protect, not protest, but whatever. The woman had several family members that were assaulted outside of their home after a man entered their yard and through the front gate and started beating her brothers and choking her. The 73-year-old brought forth using a flagpole with the flag still attached, telling local news at the station that she whooped his ass and would whoop his ass again if needed to do it. The motive behind the attack still remains unclear. Well, that's good to see. Not the whooping of the ass piece, but definitely seeing that there was a replacement flag readily available with the pole. Well, what the hell is going on? Like... I don't I don't understand a lot of things lately. I mean, I get so freaking confused about a lot of the stuff that's going on inside of this little world of us. That's for sure. Don't know where to go next when it comes to certain things. Anyways, what do you think about, as I mentioned, a lot of this stuff? Duh. Duh. Just think about it. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, real quick. Phoenix, Arizona has been its hottest summer on record. That's what they've been experiencing lately. According to the Washington Post, both August and July saw record highs hitting about 1.6 degrees Fahrenheit above the previous high mark. In August, the average was about 99.1 degrees and was about 0.8 degrees higher than the previous hottest August. And in July, the average temperature was 98.9 degrees, smashed with previous records, according to reports. The Weather Service also issued severe heat alerts 43 times over the course of the summer. Well, holy crap, we might need to reach out to good old friends of ours, Sam Goodman. Steve Sisson, just to get some information there. That sounds like, I mean, and we're talking just what the temperature is, not what it feels like. But that's a whole other story. So did you make it out this year during the July and August months to Arizona, Phoenix in particular? I used to travel there quite a bit. Haven't done so now. You know, there's been this little lockdown thing going on. But I used to travel there quite often. Work purposes is what we'll call it. But yeah, I used to go out there quite often just to to go do some things related to the travel and the transportation industry. So that's that's a whole other fun sort of things to talk about. But anyway, that's pretty hot. I wonder how, you know, you get ready for all that stuff. A lot of water, I would assume, you know. And then, of course, when you start to thinking about that, if you're inside out there doing construction work, woof, has to be some rough going there for sure. Duh. You know, not stating the obvious whatsoever there at all. Lowe's Incorporated is donating $1 million to support the relief effort of the hur- of Hurricane Laura ca- that caused catastrophic flooding and destroying along the Gulf Coast. On Tuesday, the retailer had already donated $500,000 to the American Red Cross Disaster Relief to help provide emergency shelter for food relief supplies to residents affected by the hurricane. Funds also went to those affected by the California wildfires and 
Idaho, Idaho. Oh my God. Iowa derecho. So the company has already shipped more than 3000 truckloads of emergency supplies to hundreds of stores across Laura's path. So thank you to the people out there at Lowe's doing more and more to help people. That is always great to hear when you get information of sorts there. That's for sure. So let's continue on. I think we're going to jump ahead today, and I think we're going to do something out of the ordinary and just do the main story now. And we'll go back to the normal stuff here in a moment. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So I have to tell you this morning, I was sitting around getting ready for this great stuff going on right now, and I received a message. And I'm going to read it to you verbatim just for what it is and we can consider it some versionality of a rant if you would like to do so so let's go through it jay i had an issue with one of my projects with some with the with someone with the common cold was banned from the job until we got a negative test for covid since the symptoms are similar to covid my question to my clients this morning was what are they going to do this winter when everyone gets a cold and flu that are going to be are they going to be banned till we get them tested? I can see a huge disruption in business if we have to, to repeatedly send people for testing, especially in areas where we don't have quick testing results available or the capacity to test potential potentially every adult two to four times. The average number of colds an adult gets per season. Just something to consider. I am working for a client that has extremely stringent requirements, and I don't see them changing their policy, and I foresee a huge disruption this year without direction from the CDC, OSHA, etc. Now, I read that, and of course, a lot of things come to mind. A lot of things to talk about there for sure. So right now, how is your organization taking a look at some of these things? How are they handling these occasions that pop up? Because let's be realistic, a lot of the symptoms are similar to colds. And exactly as the person saying, what if you do not have access to quick tests? What if you don't have access to tests at all? And then here's the other part. You know, cold systems don't go, symptoms don't go away right away. So what do you do then? Because, okay, so let's say, for instance, somebody has cold symptoms now, and let's say today's Monday, and you go, okay, quick test, and let's say you're able to get one. And the person comes to work the following day, Tuesday. Well, if they have cold symptoms, those symptoms do not go away. Not normally immediately, at least. So there's the weird thing there. So do you send them away again for another test? Do they stay at home? Now, I will tell you, cold symptoms that I've had in the past have lasted a few weeks. Maybe some might say that it was the flu. I don't know. But when I look at it and I talk about it, I think about all these things. So what do you think about it as I say that? How are you handling inside of your organization? Like, what is, what's the mechanism there? Like, how are you taking a look at this? 
Are you turning around and saying, okay, cool, we're stopping. We're going to send you home. We're going to send you for a test. And if you do, what happens with the work? What happens with the team member? What happens with the other employees? A lot of things to think about. And believe me, by no means am I saying, oh, no, don't do anything because that's not it. But this is a great question. This is a great comment. A lot of things to think about. So what are the guidelines? And I mean, there's so many different aspects of the conversation that can be brought up here. You can just leave it there and go, ah, it happens in some places and not in others. But this is going to be really a very interesting conversation going forward about the whole subject matter. Because think about it. As we talk about this stuff, you can't just leave it there and go, no, it ain't happening. Because it is happening. So that's what we have to talk about. So what do you think we should do? How would you, if you were writing a process, not work imagined, but actually work performed, how would you do that going forward? Because here's the other portion you're going to have to start taking a look at too. If someone ends up having flu-like symptoms, cold-like symptoms, they are going to take so much over-the-counter medicine for it to seem like they don't have anything. You know what I'm talking about. You definitely know what I'm talking about. And we won't know what it is. I mean, like, the whole thing that we talk about all the time of, oh, we're doing um, temperature checks and all that. You know and I know there's ways around all that stuff. Not that difficult to come up with. Not justifying any of it, so let's make sure. But I'm trying to figure out which is going to be the best way to improve the system. How do we look at these things together and go, okay, this is going to make sense for the world that we're in and not some bullshit that somebody's sitting behind a, a desk and then saying, okay, that's it. You know, that's good. That's how we're going to do it. I mean, there has to be a realistic approach to this. And by no means am I thinking people should go to work sick because that's not what I'm saying either. But we have to have some, some common thoughts here. Have to think about it that way for sure. I don't know if you should take NyQuil at work. Not a, probably a good idea. Just throwing that out there. Um, but think about it. I mean, there's so many different things. So what do you think that that new process should look like? Because my fear, and I did say the word fear, is what are people going to do? Are they going to turn around and not report? Duh. Are they going to say, okay, I'm not going to say anything? And then, of course, because this is going to be the next aspect of it, there's going to be people that are going to say something. Because that's what people do and it happens. And it could be because they genuinely care for what's going on. But then what happens there? Then it's like, oh, well, this person just ratted me out. I'm just saying. I mean, I just have so many questions when it comes to that. Because that's what you have to think about. You have to think about it in a fashion that's going to work realistically inside of your job, inside of your organization. It can't just be one of those things where it's work imagined, or in this case, maybe work unimagined.
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so we talked about it a few days ago, the passing of Chadwick Bosman. So listen to this real quick. AMC theaters will pay tribute to Chadwick Bosman the Black Panther star who died last week due to colon cancer at the age of 43 by screening the movie 42. The baseball drama featured Bosman as Jackie Robinson, the Brooklyn Dodgers first baseman who broke the color barrier by becoming the first African-American to play Major League Baseball back in 1947. Warner Brothers and Legendary, the studios behind the 2013 film, 2013 film are partnering with the theater chain to make 42 available into more than 300 locations. That's nearly every AMC venue that is open as the coronavirus closures start to lift. Tickets will be discounted and the price point to get in will be $5. So there you go. There is some information about how they are paying tribute to him. Good to hear. Now, I don't know. I mean, I kind of have some mixed thoughts here. And don't take it the wrong way. Appreciate what the guy did. But now talking about what's going on, but also going to the movies, I don't know right now. I mean, is it is it worth it? And I, believe me, I'm not saying you should stay at home and be locked up and blah 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 blah. I think it kind of varies on where you're where you're located. But what do you think about it? Right now, if you have the opportunity to go to the movies, would you do so? Or is that something that you're not willing to do at the moment? Something to think about. That's all I'm saying because I definitely have no clue. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue, continue, continue with what's going on here. An off-duty officer in Milwaukee was shot and killed over grass clippings. Yeah, I said grass clippings. MPD identified the community service officer as Nam Sarosh, 35, and claimed that his death came after a neighborly dispute. A family friend said that Sirash was was talking to his neighbor, allegedly joking about throwing grass from his lawnmower onto his lawn. That is when the suspect pulled a gun and started shooting. Sirash grabbed his wife and tried to run inside, but he was shot four times. The shooter was taken into custody. While few details have been both shared, both families are said to have been good friends. Okay, I'm going to tell you with this. If that's the case, I don't need any good friends. I don't need some asshole next door shooting me because of some lawn mowing clipping about some smart ass comment that I said. That's for sure. So just think about that for a brief moment. (laughs) So, I mean, of course, we only have one side because that's how most of these stories occur. Oh, my God. Duh. But think about it. Like grass clippings. Grass clippings. How does that work? I mean, like, I have never been so angry about grass clippings where I said, "Eh, I'm just going to shoot you. 
I one would almost assume that there was more involved. Now, if we're using old format of grass, yeah, that stuff, then maybe that's a different conversation. But even then, I don't even know if that's a crazy conversation to have. But shit, what the hell do I know? Just the guy behind a microphone. This is Figer's Law. One of the great things about America is that we always felt safe in our homes, our schools, our neighborhoods, and in our places of worship. All that's changed now. We're afraid to send our children to school. We're afraid to go to crowded shopping centers. We're afraid to worship at our churches, our synagogues, and mosques. We never know when it might be our turn to be shot. And they always told us that Russia or the communists or Al-Qaeda was our real enemy. Ha! We've willingly given up our safety and our conscience and our American way of life to lobbyists for the NRA. The hope and the illusion of a humming economy never trumps everything that really makes America great. Remember, if you don't stand for something, you end up standing for nothing. This is Figer's Law. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's get back into it. Let's talk about some different things that are going on right now at good old Safety FM. If you have not done so, I am going to strongly recommend and encourage just for the following thing. Today into tomorrow is currently the final 20 four hours for a contest that we have going on this contest is open worldwide and this is what i'm talking about here we are giving away several copies of this lovely thing right here the practice of learning teams this is the book that has been written by brent sutton glennis mccarthy and brent robinson it is the i guess it's kind of if you want to think about it it's kind of it's a follow-up to Better Questions by Todd Conklin. Now, Todd Conklin did write the forward to this thing for the practice of learning teams. Now, a couple different things. We're giving away several copies. It is open worldwide. If you go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest, you can enter in right there. Now, we do have less than 24 hours. We will be giving these away tomorrow at noon. I wonder what show happens tomorrow at noon. Oh, I know what show happens. This show. So we'll be giving it away during the show tomorrow at noon so go ahead and enter at safetyfm.com forward slash contest the other thing the group here has actually started that the first episode has not dropped so let's make sure that we're clear has started a podcast called the practice of learning teams and i really think that the the, the approach that they're taking on how they're doing it it's going to be interesting because they're going to do a learning team on the podcast. So there'll be a podcast and then there'll be a learning team about the podcast. I think it'll be very interesting in the interaction that they'll be able to have with people. And you're really going to direct a lot of how that podcast will work as long as you're listening to the show. So it'll be interesting to see how that actually goes moving forward. But going back into it tomorrow, noontime, we'll be giving away copies. You have the chance to enter at safetyfm.com if you're interested in doing so. couple different things that I also want to bring up, and I'm kind of doing this a little bit earlier than normal, just kind of the way that it works. If you have not seen it, we've been actually promoting it online. 
But we are having a Ask Me Anything with Candace Horbacks. This event is a free event that you can attend to on September the 18th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And this is based on the popularity of the episode that we had with Candace Horbacks. And you can go by to safetyfm.io for more information. And it is an Ask Me Anything, and she is a relationship expert, so she'll be able to share and answer the questions that you may have. So be looking forward to that. Also, another event that we're involved in. So on the 30th of September, you can also go to safetyfm.io for this. No, matter of fact, that's a lie. That is a lie. You'll have to go to acfs.org for this one. But this little event will be taking place. This is Safety Day 2020. It'll start taking place at 8 p.m. or excuse me, 8 a.m. Eastern time. So there you go. And that will be an event where they'll be handing out CEUs for the event that's actually taking place. It is a free registration. I see that there's a lot of events that are going taking place, but none of them are giving away free CEUs. So if you go to acfs.org, free CEUs for you to attend. I think you might like that for sure. And we'll talk a little bit more about some of that stuff on how that all that thing is working out. And you might like from where we're coming from on that day. It's going to be kind of a fun, it'll be a fun event. That's for sure. <laughs> we'll just say that and leave that to the least. But anyway, so let's continue down the path here on some other things that are definitely going on inside of the world. So here we go. A man in New York who caught a large catfish last month appears to have broken the record. Chris Brokett caught a white catfish weighing about 12 pounds and measuring 30.5 inches long in the Mohawk. Yeah, I said Mohawk River in upstate New York on August the 22nd. The state record was 10.5 pounds that was set back in 1998. Brokett has contacted the New York Department of Environmental Conservation, who told him that they believe that he caught the new state record, but they need to weigh the fish on a certified scale before officially declaring the achievement. Also, there is a ton of paperwork to fill out, according to what Brobcat told the publication. And yeah, I know it's not safety related, but shit, let's talk about some other stuff, even if it's fishing from time to time, because I think that that's, that could be important to some. So, I know a lot of people like sweets, so you're probably going to like this story. Reese's is now offering a chocolate peanut butter cup breakfast cake. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. Reese's snack cakes are billed as the first of its kind product that gives Reese's fans the permission to have cake as a mid-morning snack or whatever they want. I don't know if it gives you really permission. You just have the option. Not like you didn't have the option to do some of that shit before. Let's continue. Mike Orr, snacks brand manager, said that we... We know that sometimes you just don't want to wait till lunch. That's how Reese's snack cakes were born. The brand is also excited, or the brand also cited research showing that 83% of people have eaten dessert dessert before noon in the past month. Um, also, there's a shitload of people that are actually gaining a ton of weight because we're not doing all the things we used to do, according to another news story that we read earlier in the week. Let's be realistic here. A lot of stuff going on. Let's not lie to each other. 
Let's continue real quick. The three, <laughs> the big three indexes all soared on Wednesday with an S&P and the NASDAQ notching yet another record high close. The Dow is the first to close above 29,000 points since February. The NASDAQ closed above 12,000 points the first time ever. ADP payroll released a survey on Wednesday estimating that private payrolls grew by 428,000 jobs in August. This missed the mark according to recent Dow Jones poll in which economists predicted that 1.7 million new jobs. Notable Wednesday winners were Coca-Cola and IBM, posting gains of 4 and 3% respectively. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on there. Now, I say this, and then you hear some shit like this story, and then you go, what the hell is going on? United Airlines is planning to furlough over 16,000 employees in October as the coronavirus continues to batter the travel industry. The internal memo states that about 2,850 pilots, 6,920 flight attendants, and 2,010 technicians, as well as members of the catering team, contact center, management and administration team, and network operations center employees will all hit be hit with layoffs. Over the summer, United sent layoffs warning to 36,000 employees, but were able to decrease the number by offering early retirement packages, voluntary leave, and reduced hours program. So as I talk about that, and it does come up, and it does show up, and we, you know, we say, "Hey, record gains here." Then we see a company doing this, and I and I understand things are not great for all companies at the moment. But as you look at it, and I talk about it, what do you think about this? Are you right now traveling? Are you going anywhere? Or do you look at it and go, it is not worth the risk? Or do you look at it and go, it's really not a risk? Or are you the kind of person that says, I don't want to go on a plane because I'm going to be stuck wearing a mask for X amount of time? A lot of stuff to think about. I'm not saying, you know, that one overrides the other. That's for sure. But definitely something to think about as I do mention it. Because I just don't want it to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. Just think about it. I don't know. I really don't. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. So a couple things coming up inside of the world of whatever you want to consider it. Netflix has given the formal series green light to Dad Stop Embarrassing Me. Father and Daughter Comedy starring executive producer Oscar winner Jamie Foxx. The series inspired by Foxx's relationship with his daughter. This marks his return to multi-camera comedy following his breakout turn. His breakout turn on, you know, that little show. You know, it was a little show that used to be on. You know, that little, that little show called In Living Color. His family sitcom, The Jamie Foxx Show, ran for five seasons. So there you go. Interesting. Also, some other news coming out of the circuit of Hollywood. Channing Tatum has put together a touching tribute to his 60-year-old daughter, Everly. In his upcoming children's book, The One and Only Sparkella, he wrote, To Everly, the most brilliant magical being that I have ever known, my only wish is that more time in this life to play 
all of the magical realms you had created. He also added, this is also for all dads who have might have had a little girl wear whatever dance, however, and be as magical as you can, because I promise they will return to, they will return the love. The one and only Sparkella will be published next May. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's go into it because, you know, it's that time and we have to talk about it because we're so close to election time. So let's go into the swamp, you know, the swamp. Here we go. The Commission for Presidential Debates has named the moderator for its for season forthcoming debates. Fox News host Chris Wallace is up for the first one on September the 29th in Cleveland. Steve Scully from C-SPAN up on October the 15th in Miami. Kristen Welker from NBC News will head up the final debate on October the 22nd in Nashville. I'm still waiting. Still waiting for when is Joe Rogan going to host one of these things? Yeah, I said that. And don't turn around and tell me he's a comedian only because that's not the case. That's what you think. You should probably take a listen to the Joe Rogan show. That's for sure. Something to think about for sure there. Anyways, let's continue. USA Today, Susan's page will moderate the matchup between Mike Pence and Kamala Harris on October the 7th in Salt Lake City. Okay, so here we go. Another news story with some interesting things inside of it. So let's go through it. It's Sleepy Joe no more. President Trump is trying out a new nickname for his opponent running, and that is Joe Hyden. Yeah, I did say Hyden with an H. The moniker has given was given as part of a tweet accusing Biden of reading from a teleprompter during a TV interview when he appeared to read talking points header as part of the regular script. I don't know if we should really dog teleprompters too much because there's a shitload of people that use them. Um, something to think about for sure because uh, I should probably just keep my two cents on that shit to myself. I'm just going to say teleprompters are used by a shitload of people. That's for sure. And and stupid show notes are show notes, and people do that shit too. So listen to this. We're going to tread lightly on this one because I pulled this one, and I'm not sure that I love all the craziness that it says here. So I'm going to give it to you word for word verbatim on how the news report was written. When Nancy Pelosi breaks the law, it's your fault. Facing backlash from video showing her illegally getting a maskless indoor hairdo, Pelosi says that the owner of the salon owes her an apology for for shutting her up. I take responsibility for a setup, according to what Pelosi said. Tucker Carlson's Fox News show Wednesday night, the owner of the salon categorically denied any setup. Owner Erica Erica Kios said that the appointment was set up between the assistant of Pelosi and a stylist. Kios said that the mandate of the shutdown over the last six months left her business pretty much done. If she is there comfortably without a mask and feeling safe, why am I not allowed to have clients come in? Kios asked. Kios also said that in the aftermath of the video, she received death threats and threats to burn her salon down. She said that it's unlikely she'll ever reopen. Meanwhile, President Trump latched on a the controversy Wednesday, decrying that the speaker mask wearing hypocrisy and tweeted, we will almost certainly take back the House and send Nancy 
lacking. So there you go. That's the news stories from the swamp, which I freaking hate talking about. And I almost dropped the F word there. So let me make sure that I come back. Anyways, no winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $88 million jackpot or $69 million cash payout. So there you go. A lot of stuff to think about real quick. So it's finally in. I finally got the information just in case if you care about it. Took a little bit, but finally it is, has been released. So here we go. The celebrities who will appear on season 29 of Dancing with the Stars are Carol Baskin, Tiger King. And I really don't want to say anything else because I really think that, that was really the only point I wanted to make. But I'll be a nice guy and I'll continue and say the rest. Uh, Chrishell Stars, Vernon Davis, Monica Aldemama, Gianna May, Nelly, Anne Heche, Jesse Metcalf, Nev Shulman, Shakai Jackson, Charles Oakley. Wow, Charles Oakley? Holy crap. Um, Justina Machada and Johnny Weir. So there you go. They join announce previously. Caitlin Bristow of The Bachelorette and back, backstage boys, what I said, backstreet boy, AJ McClain. The dance competition show premieres on September the 14th. So there you go. The cast and crew for Greg's Anatomy are getting back to work. Production is expected to resume this month long for the longtime ABC drama. So there you go. Some good times there. If you're interested in that, let me give you some celebrity news stuff that you might not give a shit about, but I'm going to tell you anyways, Justin Bieber and his wife, Hallie Baldwin, have purchased a very private 11,000 square foot, seven bedroom, 10 bathroom mansion in Beverly Hills. It's it's Beverly of favorite neighborhood. That is also the home of Sylvester Stallone, the area, I'm assuming not the same home, and Eddie Murphy. The price for purchase was only $25.8 million. That's it. 25.8 million dollars here you go fake news is not a new thing but it's in the midst of covid19 pandemic some doctors say that it's making their jobs harder when confronted with the latest credible scientific evidence that there is no cure that is that it's killed almost a million people let's just make sure that we're there um and it is not a hoax some patients are coming up with um you know some interesting responses, but I saw on Facebook, <laughs> medical professionals say that they have shown mistruth on patient phones. They hear theories borrowed from the internet chat rooms. Um, they watch as friends and family members through Facebook saying, here, it says that it's definitely created in a Chinese laboratory. A news report from Avaz, which tracks false information, says that websites spreading health hoax on Facebook peaked about 460 million views in April, and they say that only 16% of fake health news posts are labeled as misinformation. Warning that labels from Facebook, some medical professionals say that they have even seen colleges cite fake medical news stories as legit. Oh, um, I'm not on the first day to say, I'm, or I'm not the first to say, that's for sure. But you should probably not believe everything you read. The person who has dedicated their entire life to studying medicine or the guy that flunked ninth grade biology. I think you should probably take a look at where you're getting your source information. I think we've talked about this enough where we've had the conversation where you and I have discussed. Vet the story. Get the source. 
find out where it's coming from and go from there and make sure that if you're doing your research, because you're really just doing a web search and you're doing it via Google, make sure you're doing it in incognito mode. I think you might find some interesting things there. Anyways, let's kind of take some lighter hearted stuff for a moment. Let's talk about some of the funniest tweets of the week that parents have sent out. My toddler had a meltdown. I finally got her to use her words, and she told me she doesn't like the floor. So, yeah. And that was under, that was by Unfiltered Mama. At Unfiltered Mama. Idea. A, scared straight program, but people thinking becoming parents, they, where they can chew whatever in the wake of the teenagers are, and wake teenagers up for school. I don't know if I want to read who it's coming from. That's probably not a good idea. Let's continue. I think I missed the chapter of the parenting book where it says that I I would one day have to patiently wait for a stuffed monkey to take a pretend pee as I'm running late. <laughs> that does happen. Just bring that up. My kids look like angels in their, when they're sleeping, and then when they're awake, they ransack the whole place like raccoons. Another good point. You can be calm and rational person who doesn't rage eat potatoes chips at 10 a.m. Or you can be the parent with the children who's doing school online. I think we're going to leave those there. Just going to leave them. They're kind of rough. Rough, rough, rough cut. Anyways, let's talk about some things going on in HBO. HBO has pulled the comedy special with Jim's Waitch. Following rape and assault charge, um, assault allegations made against him, the comedian also has was dropped by the agency WME and will be edited out of Quibi series that he was hosting. The allegation came from a number of women who James studied at the Sarah Lawrence University during the 2000s. HBO released a statement of the allegations and said, we deeply are disturbed to learn these allegations of unacceptable behavior by James, and we'll be removing the special from our platform. A rep for James said he denies all accusations. So there you go. Information going on inside of the world of celebrities. Let's continue. Pierce Morgan's vowed to take down the burglars who raided his vacation home while he and his wife were sleeping. The host of the Good Morning Britain show told viewers that a bunch of thieves were creeping around his bedroom in the middle of the night. He then promised to find them and that he, and when he does, he will make the film Taken look like a tea party. Well, that's pretty freaking violent. Morgan said that his wife's jewelry was stolen. There you go. Tyler Perry is a billionaire. I'm sure you wanted to know that. According to Forbes, the once homeless media mogul has earned $1.4 billion in pre-tax income since 2005. His estimated net worth is $1 billion with a clear path of future membership into the Forbes 400, according to the outlet. So there you go. A lot of information going on on that neck of the woods just in case if you wanted to know. Um, going back in, or going into the world of sports, here you go. Here's some quick information. Michael Jordan has partnered up with DraftKings to become a special advisor of its board of directors. DraftKings announced yesterday that Jordan will provide strategic and creative input to the board on strategy, product development, diversity, equality, and belonging, marketing activities, and other key initiatives. 
As for now, NBA feels that the partner that hold on. As for now, NBA feels about the partnership. The organization released a statement on Wednesday saying that NBA team investors, including governors, are permitted to have involvement with sports betting and fantasy sports businesses subject to safeguards required under the league rules to prevent actual and perceived conflicts of interest. So there you go. Gotta love the stuff that the NBA does when it comes to that for sure. So let's just make sure that we talk about that because I think that that's important real quick. Let me give you some whack facts because I always think that that is important. The Latin Irish languages have no words for yes and no. In order to legally give someone a tattoo in South Korea, one must obtain a doctor's license. Ravens in capacity can learn to talk better than, than parrots. In 1987, Indiana State Legislator tried to pass a bill that would have legally redefined the value of pi as 3.2 instead of 3.14 and the rest of that horseshit that goes with it. Guinness estimates that 93,000 liters of beer are lost on facial hair each year in UK alone. Something to think about. That's for sure. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, let's talk about some other things. Let's talk about some of the important stuff. Let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today, just in case if you're interested in doing that. So here we go. National Skyscraper Day. National Welch Day. National Bowling League Day. Are people even still going to bowling alleys? I'm not even sure yet. Not sure about that one. Let's talk about some of the events that, that happened on this day. Back in 1970, Vince Lombardi dies after a bout with cancer. He was 57 years old. Lombardi's namesake of the NFL championship trophy. He has two Super Bowl victories to his name and finished his career with 105 wins, 35 losses, and six ties. Lombardi was inducted into the Packers Hall of Fame back in 1975. Celebrities celebrating birthdays today. Here we go. Isa Pipesinger turns 30 sean white snowboarder turns 34 charlie sheen rock singer turns 35 charlie sheen the movie actor turns 55 and steve jones guitarist from the sex pistols turns what is it 65 yeah turns 65 today take a look at that anyways let's talk about our friends the national suicide prevention lifeline if you're interested in obtaining more information, please feel free to go into suicidepreventionlifeline.org. They have some chat boxes available there. If you need somebody to talk to about thoughts of depression or of suicide, also they have a phone number that you can contact, and that's 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK, or 1-800-8255. Lovely information that's available there where they can actually have the discussion with you and talk about some different aspects on things that you should take a look at and think about if you are going through these hard times and struggling with these thoughts at the moment. I think it's something that would be great to talk about. Also, let's not forget our friends at missingkids.org. If you, have you ever wondered what happens after you get an Amber Alert? If you ever wanted to see what happens to missing and exploited children, 
go to missingkids.org. They have a plethora of information that they can share with you about what you can do to be able to assist. Now, currently, they're unable to take people in to be able to help out. But what they are doing are taking financial donations. And this is all due because of the pandemic currently at the moment. But there is a lot of information where you can actually be able to help out. So just for the random thing to talk about for a moment. Let me give you a couple more things real quick before I let you go. Let me give you a random joke for the day. Do you really think you can hurt my feelings? I used to hold a flashlight for my dad. If you think about that, you probably will get it. So there you go. Some bullshit to talk about around the water cooler. Question. As technology evolves, most things are are accomplished faster. But this now takes longer than it did five years ago. What is it? Receiving your order at a drive-thru window, and that is no joke whatsoever. I want you to think about that for a moment, because there is all kinds of truth for it. So there you go. A lot of information there. Anyways, you have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM, home of real safety talk. If you're not listening to us via the the actual radio station or watching us video, via the video stream, we're always available via podcast. So that normally drops later inside of the afternoon. Always thank you for being the best part of Safety FM. That is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. We'll be back with another episode of the Rated R Safety Show tomorrow. If I can leave you with a thought for today, think about this. Be the reason someone believes in the goodness of people. If you can make that happen, you'll definitely make the world a better place. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.